always serving a fresh cup of daily inspiration, Deanna Hobbs. Today's inspiration is to assure you that God's going to do it. Welcome to your Daily Cup of Inspiration podcast. I am Deanna Hobbs. I'm founder of Empowering Everyday Women Ministries. We distribute free resources to help you grow in your faith, to inspire you to walk in all God has called you to be and help you fulfill your divine destiny in the earth. I am so happy that you have joined me today and that God led you here. It is with a purpose indeed. There's a wonderful word that we're going to feast off of in just a minute. These podcasts that you hear, they are available for you on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher. You can stream them at DeannaHobbs.com. You can even head over to my YouTube channel under Deanna Hobbs. I've seen some of you doing that and hit that red subscribe button there. When you do and you turn on your notifications, every time a podcast is uploaded, you'll be notified. So it's very convenient for you. Before we get started, let's begin with a little prayer. God, our Father, we thank you for your goodness and your love. Thank you for having us to come together today so that you can feed us this word that we so desperately need. Empower us today in Jesus name. Amen. It was a bitter pill to swallow literally and figuratively. And I'll explain further in a minute. But when I was um, sick last year, a big part of what was making me worse and worse was inflammation in my body. I wish I had known that, but I had no idea that was the culprit. And finally, when a rheumatologist discovered it was rheumatoid arthritis and fibromyalgia, he told me the underlying cause of both of those incurable autoimmune diseases was inflammation and then prescribed me that bitter pill, prednisone. He knew that once the inflammation began subsiding, I would start feeling somewhat better. One morning while taking my dosage, I guess I didn't gulp enough water to wash it down and the pill got stuck to my tongue. It was the nastiest, gag-worthiest, bitterest pill I've ever tasted. And unfortunately, putting me on prednisone didn't help much. It did reduce the fluid on my knees that had them red and swollen up like little water balloons. And it did bring down some of the swelling in my joints, but I was pretty bad off and needed help beyond what prednisone and my extensive drug cocktail could provide. The inflammation had swollen up my bowels, so internally my functions didn't work. My system was sluggish at first, and then it just shut down completely. I mean, the misery was indescribable. For a while, they knew something was terribly wrong and didn't know how to treat it. And since they didn't know how to treat it, I couldn't get better. I grew worse with no help or relief in sight. My life turned into like this horror movie. My body was being attacked by an enemy. I couldn't see or stop. At the time, before God did this miraculous thing for me and before my rheumatologist told me that my body's immune system was attacking itself, it felt like I was going to die of this mystery disease. I thank God for doctors, specialists, and conventional medicine. But as we all know, it was the hand of God that worked a miracle in my body that left medical professionals dumbfounded. He stretched his hand out toward me in my time of need. See, I'm choked up thinking about it. And in my distress, he completely turned my life 
around. I remember in the early stages of my body fighting these horrible diseases before God allowed their names to be made known to me. I just felt battle weary and distressed and discouraged. How would doctors ever find a cure if they couldn't find the disease? I wondered what was the name of my illness? And one day while I was in my bedroom crying, I'll never forget it. God spoke to me and said, it doesn't matter what the name of the disease is. The name of the Lord is greater. And even though I was weak and pain was raging through my arms, my hands, my legs, neck and head, and sometimes pain would course through my veins, I still felt the presence of the Lord and I knew he was speaking before it was all said and done. God did indeed show up and flex his power. He's going to do the same thing for you. And that's why the Holy Spirit has you here. He's conveying this to you. God is saying, I have my hands outstretched toward you. I am working in your life. I know the things you see are contradicting what I've said I'll do, but you've got to trust me through your season of contradictions. God is going to do it. And that's what Abram and Sarai had to learn as they waited on God. You remember in the Bible, God promised them a child in their old age, and that didn't seem likely. So after significant time had passed and Sarai did not conceive, according to Genesis 16, the couple took matters into their own hands. The Bible says she offered up her handmaid, Hagar. Abram impregnated this female servant, and that's where all the trouble began. After Hagar got pregnant, just to recount the story, she despised her mistress, Sarai. She created strife between these two women and things were now out of order, tense and difficult. You see, Sarai is the one God chose to carry that seed, right? But because she didn't have enough faith, she abdicated her responsibilities to a servant. And that single move upset the balance of the household and introduced drama into her life. None of that would have happened had Sarai not moved out of season and implemented her own plan instead of waiting on God. When you don't wait, things negatively shift. Situations don't get better but worse when you jump off the faith ship during seasons of contradiction you mess things up you create unnecessary chaos you worry excessively have you ever jumped ahead of God and done something out of season and created a disaster just think about it have you ever gone into fix-it mode moved forward in haste and wreaked havoc in your own life this is precisely what happened here the bible says as a result of the antagonistic relationship sarai mistreated the handmaid and then hagar ran away and though the word of god doesn't specify what sarai did to hagar it was bad enough to make her flee clearly this whole thing was a big old mess despite that in the midst of the confusion, God intervened. He pursued Hagar in the wilderness and told her the child she was carrying, even though he wasn't the promised child, he would be blessed. He was going to be a boy named Ishmael, which means God has heard. The Lord heard Hagar's cries. He knew her condition was a byproduct of her owner's failure to trust his timing. Listen, if you can remember that God hears you, even in your season of waiting when nothing makes sense, you don't have to create your own Ishmael. 
whale, which represents the fruit of human maneuvering. If I haven't learned anything else from my most recent health battle, I came away with a full understanding that man is not in control. God is. He alone makes ways, heals disease, comforts the afflicted and delivers those who are bound. I'm not saying that God never uses conventional or traditional methods to do his work. I've seen him work through doctors and medicines, therapies and other methods, but never forget it is the Lord working. You can have the best care, the best strategies, the best business plan, the best consultants, the sharpest minds of the day, the best construction workers. But the Bible says in Psalm 127, one, except the Lord built the house, they labor in vain that build it, except the Lord keep the city. The watchman waketh, but in vain. Today, walk away from this podcast knowing God is going to do it. Not your money, not your connections, not your education, nor your experience, not your maneuvering and strategies, but God himself is going to do it. God himself has prepared the way for you. The door is already open. The way is already made. The problem is already fixed. And what you're going to receive is not because of some fancy man-made strategy, but because God has stretched forth his hand and commanded a blessing. You've got some things coming to you that you didn't even plant in that vineyard, yet you're going to reap a harvest. You didn't even knock on that door, but it's already open. To help you receive this word, I want you to allow Zechariah 4 and 6 to marinate in your spirit. That's what I'm stirring into your cup of inspiration. And it says, not by might nor by power, what? But by my spirit, says the Lord Almighty. As you drink down the contents of your cup, rest in the promises of the Lord. Take it from one who has been healed by his stripes that you need to believe only. Don't doubt. Don't fret over the circumstances. Know that his hand of favor is outstretched toward you and the one for whom nothing is too hard is working on your behalf. God's going to do it and you're going to come back and testify that it was nobody but him that made the way. Now let's pray. God, I pray for this, my sister, this, my brother. Please assure them today that you're working for them and that they are not alone, no matter the obstacle, no matter the difficulty, no matter what comes to hinder them, give them confidence that your word is gone out. Your hand is stretched forth and your favor belongs to them. And it is already done because you have spoken and declared it to be so. We give you glory now in Jesus name. Amen. Your daily cup of inspiration podcast has been brought to you by Empowering Everyday Women Ministries, where we help fuel your faith every day. For more information, log on to www.deannahobbs.com.